Welcome everybody, Shir number 620. We're learning Lina Nishmas, Blima, Bas, Reb Moshe, and that's Yitzchak Yosef, Bemri Malka, Shafayin, Bimach, Zilas, Shuvah. Okay, getting back to our malacha of Kosher tying. So we ended off last year talking about that the main part of kosher, the main categories of kosher are broken up into two. In other words, it's brought down in the Rishonim, the Gemara, the Rishonim, and so on, that there are two different types of knots that we are worried about and that are, are going into the malacha of kosher that we use in the Mishkan and so on. Now, it is a mach- it's a machlik, it's amongst the Rishonim, which one t- takes precedence, and then we'll see, we're going to see in the Shulchan Aruch um, how the Machab, the Ramah, how they bring it down, Lamaisa, that we have to be choshed for both, um, you know, both sides, those Rishonim who hold that the, the were choshed for one, and the other ones who hold for choshed for two. Okay, so let's start explaining what are the two different types of knots that we're talking about that are brought down in the Rishonim. The first one is called a Kesher Uman. Kesher Uman meaning plain and simple, a craftsman's knot, a professional type of a knot. The other type of knot that's brought down the Rishonim is called a Kesher Shalkayama, a long-term knot, a permanent knot. Now, of course, we, we're going to discuss both of them and explain what they're all about and see how they come into play. Um, and of course, getting down into our practical applications and we'll see how our knots of today fall into these categories, of course, tying shoes, laces, all these various different type of things, twist ties, how we, how we work with them and how it's going to work. Okay, so we first first we want to explain the Kesher Uman, the craftsman's knot, and then the upcoming Shirem Bezras Hashem, we're going to get into the Kesher Shalkayama. Now, we're going to see in conjunction with both of these, with the Kesher Shal Uman, the Kresmas knot, and the Kesher Shalkayama, the long-term permanent knot, we're going to see sometimes there's a knot that's made That'll be Osir Minatayra. Sometimes there'll be a knot made that'll be Osir Midrabana, and sometimes there'll be a knot made that it's Mutter altogether. Okay, so let's let's begin. So first, we're going to want to talk about the Kesher Uman, the um, craftsman's knot, and to what is that? What does that pertain to? And what is a craftsman's knot when we say the word craftsman's knot? So the Seifalam, the, the Mishabura brings it down. Some examples. We're going to bring down a, a few different examples, but just real quickly to go through and explain it a little bit better. Brings down the Seifalam. Test on page 785, like this that a Kesher Uman, the Kesher, um, the craftsman's knot, be, refers to the to make it plain and simple, refers to any skillful executed knot that is very firm and is therefore capable of remain, remaining permanently tight. Now, he goes further and he says, the reason why it's called a Kesher Uman, so why is it called a per craftsman's knot, a professional knot? I mean, what, you know, I, I could also make a simple knot that's going to last a long time. Um, <clears throat> we be, and, and that's the other type of knot which we're going to be talking about, Kesher to Shalkayama. So where is the distinction? So he explains further that it, it is referred to a craftsman's knot, a Kesher Uman, because some degree of skill and sophistication is usually required in making this knot. Whereby, on the other hand, which we're going to be using a lot, we're going to see a knot that does not have these qualities, whatever those qualities are, we'll see in a minute, is referred to a kesher hediet, a unskilled knot, a simple knot. And that's what we're going to see when we talk about a kesher hediet, a unskilled knot, that's what we're going to see when the other category of kesher shalkayama, a long-term knot, even though it might be kesher hediet, a unskilled knot, will be coming into play. But again, we'll, we, we will explain how that works also, of course, so... 
Nobody should get nervous. It sounds a little bit complicated, all these various different types of not, Kesher Umen, Kesher Kalashal Kayamen, you know, a head year, the craftsman, what, when, what. Okay, we're going to explain one case at a time, one, you know, one category at a time. Now, just real quickly to start with a couple of examples. He brings down the Sefer Lamentas Malachas from the Mishnah and Shabbos um, straight up that cites two specific examples th- that um, Ataka brought down in the Mishnah. The first one is a camel driver's knot, wh- which is what? what? What do we mean by a camel, camel driver's knot? Just to explain, the spec- uh, in other words, that is an example of a kesher umen, a, a, um, you know, a craftsman's knot. The spectrum of Sorry, the, the 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 septum of the camel's nose was pierced. It was they made a hole, and a narrow strip of leather was inserted through the hole. Now, a tight knot was made to connect the end and form a permanent ring. The knot completed this ring, and the knot was at the end of the ring, right? And this was called a kesher shell uman, a craftsman's knot. Ropes or reins would be fastened in the ring, of course, as needed to pull the camel and to tie the camel and so on. Okay. Just one more quick example. It brings out also from the Mishnah, a simple uh, a sailor's knot, the, um, the prow of a boat, which is like a little ring at the end of the boat, the metal ring at the end of the boat. Sometimes you see it on the people go rowing, they'll see it at the end of the boat. But this had a hole and through which the length of a rope was inserted and tied tightly at both ends to form a permanent ring. Of course, the knot was formed at, the knot was formed at the end of the ring. This is called a this knot was called a kesher uman, the professional knot, and the long ropes would be fastened to the ring to keep the boat in place when it was docked. And this is how they use the the boats, a smaller boat, a larger boat, but this little ring with the knot at the end was fastened over there in the boat and the end knot is what we call a what the mission brings down just an example of a cash umen a craftsman's knot now now to make a long story short these are just two two examples of we meant what, what we meant by the mission brought down as a real professional knot now nowadays the problem is nowadays the um a lot of times these things are not in use and the problem is we don't really know exactly um, how they were made. Or if somebody, if they, if they are still in use, it's not made the same way that it was done specifically in the Mishnah, whereby we could understand exactly what a what a might what a kesher uman, what a craftsman's knot is all about. Therefore, it is somewhat it's somewhat of a machloikis. Um, a dispute amongst the, uh, you know, amongst the Paiskim as to what exactly is truly qu- qualifies as a craftsman's knot, whereby it will be a problem to make on Shabbos. So th- to make a long story short, Lamaisa, the Paiskim complu- conclude, the, the Paiskim bring down, we'll see a minute in the Ramon, the Shulchan Aruch, that however in practice, bottom line is, any tight knot can be considered a kesher uman, a craftsman's knot, whereby it will be also to make on Shabbos. So now, how far does this go that today we don't know exactly what is a kesher umen, what exactly is a craftsman's knot, and where do we draw the line per se? tells us the Ramon, the Shulchan Aruch, and just to mention real quickly, our simon that we'll be working with is with kosher and with tying and untying, is in simon shin yud zayin. Simon shin yud, shin yud zayin in Hilchas Shabbos is the... Um, is the simon that talks all about the various different types of knots, how to work with knots on Shabbos, and it tells us the Ramah, the end of Sif Aleph, that there are those who say, we'll see in a minute how we paskin, one should not open shum kesher, one should not open or tie for that matter, but now we're talking about the opening part, which which we see that tying and untying, kosher and mate really go together, but we'll try and talk it out. Mm-hmm. 
as separate malachas, but tells us to Ramah, again in the Shulchan Aruch, at the end of Sif Aleph, Yesh Ermim, the Yesh Lizor, Shaloi Lahater, Shum Kesher, Eni, Nachu, Shnei Sharm Zelza. When a double knot, one should be careful not to open or not to tie for that in the matter, a double knot on Shabbos. We'll see in the Mishabura Bezbuz Hashem, he explains, but tells us to Ramah further, why? Why can I tie or untie a double knot? What's the problem? What am I doing wrong by doing that? The Ein Anu tells us to Ramah, the Ein Anu Mekiyam Ezem Mikrei Kesher Shel Uman. We don't know. Nowadays, we don't know what exactly is called the Kesher Uman, what exactly is called the Craftsman's Knot. Dafilu Enoi Shel Kayama, which is our other category, which we're going to be talking about, even if it's not considered a Kayama. In other words, it's a gonna, only going to last for a couple of hours. Now, Again, what Kayama is, we have to discuss as a whole discussion in itself. But it's going to last a couple of hours. But a double knot, one has to be careful. This is, again, this is just an example we're giving, but we have to get more into it. But one example the Ramah brings, double knot, be careful not to open, not to close, um, is also lekashrei v'hadin lahatira. One cannot tie a double knot and one cannot open a double knot. And v'chein noihagim, and this is our minig, this is what we should do, tells us the Ramah. Now, how that works in conjunction with shoes, um, you know, we, we're going to have to see. Sometimes there's a bow on top. There's a lot to talk about. But first, let, let's just get the um, category straight and an understanding as to what it's all about. Mikol Mokim tells us through Amar real quickly. We'll end off with this, that we should be aware. Mikol Mokim, if somebody has tsar and they're under distress, in lochus. One would be allowed to open a double knot. For example, they have a double knot on their shoe. In the case where it wasn't Kayama, which also we have to talk about, but a regular double knot on their shoe, and somebody's b'makam sarah, they have to take off their shoes, it's uncomfortable, and so on. So b'makam sarah, in lachush, one would be allowed to open the double knot. And because of the fact that a double knot is also midrabanan, it's also midrabanan, b'makam sarah, and in a case of uh, discomfort, one they were not geyser, and one would be allowed to open the double knot. Okay, we're going to stop here. Of course, we're going to get more into it next year. Bezrit Hashem, thank you for listening to us. Lachem bracha, kol